0: conversation i i like your show two professionals two men interested in the world of professional wrestling presenting it as it should be presented and you my friends should be commended for that because there are a lot of other podcasts out there that just don't do that job so congratulations and i really really want to thank you both for allowing me to come on your show hope i can do it again sometime
1: This has been our honor, sir, and thank you very much. Uh, uh,
2: One last thing. Go ahead. I would like to officially proclaim John Cena Sr. Yes. As the classiest man on the
1: face of the earth. Look at that. Look at that. And I I mean that.
0: I'd like to extend an invitation to the both of you. If you're ever in this area, you look me up, and I don't know if you guys have ever been to the Kowloon Restaurant. And Sagas Mass—that's oh, my old stomping grounds. I go there all the time. We're not I banned. Knew-
2: we're not banned. But- I heard we were banned from this place. There's, what did you say?
1: I—I thought we might be banned. I don't know. Go on, go, sir. I—I go. I heard there was some poison duck for me over there.
3: <laughs> yes, <laughs> well, that, that-
1: oh, God. You
0: know. Uh, see you know i have a rule of thumb Oy. my rule of thumb is that i try to pass it on to my sons when you run into trouble and you think you know it's the worst thing that ever happens and you can't do shit about it <laughs> be like a duck in the rain when it rains what happens to the water on a duck's back it rolls off yeah, that's right you get a thick skin yeah. when you're in this business if you don't have a thick skin you're out i would really if you gentlemen are up in this area i would love you to be my guests at the Kowloon, it would be my pleasure. And um, as I said to uh, Monty and Farrell, uh, ship me your address. I have my own private save- label soda, Fabo Pop. I'd like to send you some of that. Sweet. And a couple of bottles of my hot sauce. And maybe I might sneak a couple of bottles of uh, Fabo wine in there. Oh,
1: that's fantastic. Let's sir, you have been an incredible guest. We are honored to have you on our show. And we, could, we just thank you very much for spending thank some time you, with us. Thank you, sir.
0: Thank you very much. Thank you, Mr. All right, Cena. Thank, thank, you.
1: thank you. Mr. John Cena Senior. Senior. Wow. Unbelievable. Well, that
2: was awesome. That was He is the classiest fantastic. man alive. He is a classiest, He's the classiest man. man alive. What on earth? So thoughts? Blown away. Uh basically super intelligent, so well thought out. Just class. What am I gonna say? I mean you can really top it after that? And and, and revealing and truthful and down to earth and you know. Just so, great. Just real, great. Home run. Real real quick. Home freaking run.
1: Yeah. Real quick. Yeah, a lot of fans quick. out there were wondering why we w- didn't go into that whole Boston wrestling thing. Yeah. I was. We were not going to drag John no. Cena Sr. into this mess. In it's fact, bad enough we
2: turned it into a sitcom with that. <laughs> it, well, <laughs> in, I in fact, that's... I
1: got to tell you. Um, Actually, it was funny. After I, what we... I, after what... I saw. Mm-hmm. And I don't think you even saw it, but after no, what I saw this what week, you know me with the internet, huh? I'm probably going to disassociate myself. Yeah, with the whole situation. Oh, I don't blame you. It's you know, it's gone overboard. Absolutely. Again, um, yeah, I agree I'll, with that. I'll say this is that the reason this whole thing started was because we felt there was some mistreatment going sure. on from what we were told, and everything else went on. Yeah. If I would have had the foresight to know what kind of low level you may be dwelling into through others' actions, yeah, Mm -hmm.
3: mm-hmm,
2: yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I mean, what I heard Tuesday night, um, understood, was septic tank uh, material. Was appalling. Septic tank material. I I, I got you. I got you. uh, Mm And you know, if I could have again known that was going to go on we would not even have done that show with tony on saturday right, right. because i think the message was lost it was basically right. tony saying leave me alone dan i right. want to be left alone dan i want to be left alone that was the basic premise of so anyway, the whole thing you know yes. if anyone wants you know if anyone thinks it's a work or whatever else the point of the matter right. is oh, dan you win you have officially won we will not be doing battle with you anymore in fact i don't think we're going to cross we're not going to say any more words about him go on with your life when you step that low to humiliate people like yeah, that yeah. i'm not it's uh you don't, I don't go, know what else you don't say.
2: go back and dip your sneaker into the pile of dog shit so no we're, that's okay you you enjoy your own odor
1: and, <laughs> and going back down. to john cena senior bye right we did a show on it it was funny he thought it was funny it was all good it wasn't a work i did not know john cena senior you right, didn't know john cena right, senior right, we had a good time right uh, i will tell you personally talking to this man on the phone no. what uh what a human being yeah and he's uh, a home run intelligence you know what he is
2: he reminds me of uh, like you know the all-american bob backland i'm quite impressed and, you know, anytime we talk about Backlund, you know what rarefied air that is. We've seen Roy plenty Camp, of people Roy you here.
1: wrote, you're talking what was said Tuesday as the truth. We don't know if the truth, his stepdaughter, could be lying. Sir, in life, in life, mm-hmm. there's hearsay. Mm-hmm. There's a lot to be said. Sure. Here are the only facts that we know. Right. And I'm saying we know. Right. I only know what Mr. Atlas told me. Mm-hmm. Here is one fact that is true. Mr. Atlas wanted to be left alone very true that is a fact Mm -hmm. there's no faking in that so we heard the stories from his stepdaughter
3: Mm -hmm.
1: we've heard the stories from Yep. but we also heard that Tony Atlas just wanted to be left alone right that is the only truth that is the truth right okay so agreed again um Biggie 21 thank you sir I really appreciate it uh John Cena senior uh was fantastic Yep, Um, sure was. So, again, after what I heard, Tuesday, um, I'm not going to partake in this because I'm not going to allow someone to get embarrassed because of something that, you know, that we may be involved in.
2: Yeah, and I see it more as someone becoming a victim of somebody's really sick, twisted mind. So I am more than happy to join
1: you in saying
2: goodbye. You were really nothing in the, anyway, so goodbye. So long. See you, see you. Chris again. Lee,
1: we love you too, brother. Um, Richard Cramium says, I was a Boston wrestling and Dan Marotti a fan until he stepped the daughter video. Yeah, come on. Listen, man. guys, agree. we really appreciate you guys joining us every Thursday Absolutely. night. Absolutely, you guys uh, have
2: been great during all of this. All I know,
1: I know. Maybe you all wanted to hear something. I wouldn't dare. I would not. Yeah. You know. Again, number mm-hmm. number one. How could you say anything to Mr. John Cena, senior, about like, anything? How,
2: how about the fact that we love professional wrestling?
1: Sure. We truly do respect
2: it. We've never screwed around with any of our guests. And we've always treated them with the utmost respect. And John Cena Senior made it impossible.
1: Jimmy Finger said, to "I told you, you guys that Mr. Cena was a jerk class of act. any
2: kind towards him because he's such a... am cl- sorry, get that out of again, no, brother. No, M-
1: Jimmy Finger said, "I told you guys, Mr. Cena was a class." Absolutely, act.
2: absolutely. What's up, Jimmy Finger? Tom What's says you guys
1: are doing the classy thing, let it go. I hope Dan does the same. Absolutely. I mean, it gets to, it gets to the point where it's
2: like really. Come on, man. There's certain things you just don't do, and we've seen it. Okay? So, leave Tony James alone Earl, welcome, man. It's been a
1: while. Thanks for joining us. Uh, again, so. At that. Mm-hmm. Case we, closed. we move on. Case yeah. closed. Case closed. Upcoming events: Back September seventeenth. We've got Abdullah the Butcher in studio, uh, like, you know, and it, then. Uh, is there any chance
2: that Abdullah might, like, you know, maybe like make a pit stop in Jersey and eat too much chicken and forget
1: to come here? Not yet. I'm
2: afraid of this guy. Why are you bringing him in? He's be scary. Mr. Wonderful,
1: wanna... Monty and Afaro, do you think Tony should sue Dan for I don't... defamation?
2: Whatever Tony decides to do, you know we're gonna have his back one way or the other. Could I see him doing it? Yeah, I could see him doing it. But at this point, I bet Tony would trade all this nonsense for... Leave me the fuck alone! Right? Can't we just have that now? Okay, you want quiet? You got your quiet. Now leave the guy alone, alright? Oh, please, what what a worm. Enough. And then we
1: have Rob Van Dam... What? In studio, the on whole show. Yep, ninety minutes where nice. we're going to allow people to get a good thirty minutes of questions mm-hmm. in, mm-hmm. ask questions that we don't ask. Um, yeah. See how that works. Uh, Miami Saint Jen says he seems like a great guy, but you dropped the ball not asking the owner of Boston Wrestling of exploiting wrestlers. So, um, not going to ask that question. Interesting. Okay. Interesting. Um, Interesting. To, to I write. don't know. That's interesting. I don't know anything about NWF.
2: I, I still don't know what I think. Whatever. I mean, when it comes to uh, the, the, the face that I see doing it, I'm not interested. It's not interesting. Right. His, his beginning stinks the whole time. Whatever,
1: bro. I'm just not interested. Anyway, great interview. You know? John Cena, Sr. And again, I will say this last thing. Yeah. Consider, you know, again, I only know about his son. I don't mm-hmm. know about his other four sons. And sure. I'm sure they're exactly the same. Sure. Well, but he if, said uh, they're all if champions. If, that works for me. If you have a son like John uh-huh. Cena. Yeah. Who does what he does for these, these kids this, that and guy's these people. Yeah. The father can't be far, you know. Can't be much. What's so the old
2: apple rolling? Not too far from the tree. It's pretty obvious. It's pretty obvious. It's class all the way around. D T says
1: uh, kaloon closing next month, so hurry up. No, <laughs> I will not be going to kaloon I'm sorry, it's <laughs> not going to happen. Next month? It's not going to happen. <laughs> I thought it's
2: his favorite restaurant. Why is it closing next month?
1: Anyway, we want to thank everybody Oi. for joining us. Uh, this yeah. has been Long Island's number one pro wrestling broadcast. This is Monty. This is the Pharaoh, and until
2: next week when we get. Reacclimated with normalcy? Yeah, or is, it is it normalcy? What's normalcy the word? would be that? No, word. we'll get normalcy. Holy shit! Take some more acid, Pharaoh. See you next week. Later. Bye.
1: so much for the fans with his make-the-wish charity you know he's a a, he's a legend but as a father what did you do to instill that kind of a humanity and empathy in him
0: i have five sons okay all five of my sons are champions i raised my boys the way i was raised i come from an italian family we grew up with love we grew up with caring and we grew up helping others, working to make sure others had what we didn't have. You know, my mother and father both worked. I'm not trying to put any, anybody saying, oh, poor Mr. Cena." No, I had a great life. I really did. Um, but, you know, it was a lot different. And so I tried to instill in my boys um, that value that was instilled in me. You know, we heard a neighbor couldn't buy food. We brought them food. We heard a neighbor was in the hospital we went to visit. Um, I I feel very very upset. Um, I received an email on Thursday, it was from a friend of mine for a a 15-year-old boy, a children's hospital, John, obviously, you're not going to get him, so I offered to go in and bring some memorabilia and, you know, talk to the young man. I received a text on Friday that said, we don't know if that's going to happen. I got a text on Saturday morning that he was on morphine. I got a text on Saturday night that he died. You know, when you look at that kind of thing, anybody who's anybody that cares if you don't reach out and you won't help. And John, my son, you know, his heart is so big. I've heard all kinds of things, you know, say what you want about him. Say what you want. All my young sons, They're all the same and the Make-A-Wish is near and dear to his heart. And I think that's a way that we give back. It's a way to take care of these young men and women who probably won't be here. I remember doing a wrestling show in Canada and a woman came over to the ring uh, and she said to me, Mr. Cena, I want you to see something. And it was a locket and she opened it up and she said, there's a picture of your son and there's a picture of my daughter. He was so kind to go out of his way to meet my daughter and she died three days after we met her so you know those are the values that I instill that's I live by those rules I don't trash people I don't try to hurt people I try to help sometimes I'm not successful like that young man Um, but you know if the world would just stop and look and see what's happening We've got people who can't buy food. We have elderly people eating dog food. Appalachia, they can't afford shoes or clothes. Yet we'll send billions of dollars overseas. Sina does things to give back. He loves those children. He loves to make a wish. Uh, I remember one time when he took a shirt and his bands off his arm and gave it to a young man right there in a wheelchair. So that's what it's all about. Uh, You know, you can lead a horse to water, but you cannot make them drink. I can instill or hope to teach you the values that I grew up with, the values that I live by today. If you do it, great. If you don't, then I did the best I could.
2: Well said, sir. Well said, John. How about the? Uh... Wow, that was that was excellent. Thank you. Uh, ah, best. that's
1: that's Pharaoh's favorite.
2: That's Valentine. my all-time favorite, Greg Valentine. Let me tell you,
1: he is a great great
3: person. Oh. Hello,
1: Greg. The dream team. What would you think about the dream team? Ooh. <laughs> was it really a dream? <laughs> oh, no. To me, they were. <laughs> to me, they were. So, let me ask you, John. The return of John Cena, yeah. Brock Lesnar, yeah. Becky Lynch, and Phil Brooks. See? I'm... Which, in your opinion, was the most uh, impressive in, you know, on the return? Wow. You know wow um, i think
0: uh, the deal with becky and eh. you know um the way she left the way she came back a squash in three minutes um sorry um you know i'll tell you who impressed me was edge he has not lost it no the brood him and him and oh. uh rollins put on one hell of a match
2: I thought it would be the best match of the night. I agree.
0: I was, I was so impressed by that. Mm-hmm. And Adam Copeland, if I may use his name, sure. um, is probably one of the best. Um, I worked with him. He's a great guy, a great professional wrestler. Um, I remember when John and he were in Canada, I was there, and they had the table stacked up. John was on the ladder, and he had Edge on his shoulders for the, the FU then. Um, and I, I saw John shake his head, and you could hear Edge say, Now... And when Edge went, he went through those tables, was knocked out. And Edge's mother was behind, you know, all I could hear was, oh, my God. Um, but there's a tremendous athlete. I think the return of Cena was good. I, I think it was well done. Excellent. I just think WWE should have put a swerve in there. Um, you know, the, the last night on SmackDown, uh, when, when I, I said, well, you know, there's a chance. We're going to have a 17-time world champion. And then as soon as Roman Reigns extended his hand, and this is what I mean about storylines and writers, I don't get it, he extends his hand and said, I'll tell you what, I'll do one better. If I lose, I'll leave. WWE." Right. Come on, guys. Right. It's a loss. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. That's what I thought. Agreed. Well, I I, I didn't like it. Why give me why? What's the point of watching the show?
3: Hmm. Tell me that.
0: I, I, I don't understand. You know, I don't mind paying money, but if I can, if I can come to the end before you. Right. And then I was watching and I said to somebody, you know what? I'm going to put 10 bucks on the table right now. Lesnar's coming out. No way. All right. What happened after Cena took the beat down?
2: Yeah, there it is.
0: See, I think what should have happened was Cena should have won that. Hmm. That would have been the swerve. That would have been the swerve. Paul Heyman would have intervened and said, hold it. There was no contract. Nothing in writing. He doesn't leave the WWE. As a matter of fact, tomorrow night or at Madison Square Garden, there'll be a rematch.
2: Interesting. Interesting. Let
0: Rands have it back. I mean, I don't care what's going to happen. You know, Brock Lesnar's going to go in now. We're going to have the same old thing all over again. Mm. And people are going to complain all over again. We've got a part-time champion. Unless the deal is, who does Roman Reigns really have left to fight? He's just gonna keep going through these older stars and he's just gonna beat each one? It's it's beginning to not make sense
3: anymore. Interesting.
2: fans. Now you too can look as cool as Monty and the Pharaoh by wearing the official Monty and the Pharaoh sunglasses at night for $8.99 each. That's only $8.99 each. Now available at montyandthepharaoh.com. We know what you're thinking. Did they fire off six fascinating points of interest or only five? Well, to tell you the truth, in all the excitement of watching and listening to Long Island's number one wrestling podcast, I've actually forgotten myself. But being this is the Monty and the Faro. Pharaoh- from indie music studios in Ronkonk, and the fact that they were talking to yet another champion wrestling star, one of the most powerful and talented performers from the wrestling franchise, and not to forget, well informed and provocative interview questions asked and answered. It was such an interesting and entertaining hour, the questions nearly blew your
1: head clean off. Now you've got to ask yourself a question Do I feel lucky? <laughs> Do you problems we had with Boston Wrestling? I know I, that I know they, them very well. You know I, that. I, I know you go on that channel. Okay. Um yeah. did you think that we were out of line with our approach against Boston wrestling?
4: Wow, that's a good question because I I, uh, I know those folks and uh know Dan certainly too and uh he's been very kind and nice to me and and, okay. and I don't know that everyone's had that experience, you know, and uh and I respect everybody and uh sure. I kind of feel like Switzerland here, kind ah. of a kind of neutral. Ah, you know, look at you uh, taking, look at
1: you playing Switzerland. And, and I, yeah, oh, very been smart, in
4: Switzerland. You know, and this I Phil's think there's room smart. for everybody, and and right. I understand. And this is wrestling, and there are conflicts sometimes, and sure. uh you know, if if it's done for a you know for a good reason, and and if you're looking out for another person, you know, I can totally understand that, and. um yeah, tough because I like everyone involved here, you know. And uh... so,
1: Phil, you know, you're in the, you're in the proverbial hot seat. So this is not just going to end <laughs> like this. So now here's the question to you: Do you think that Dan was out of line posting that video of Tony Atlas's stepdaughter? Wow!
4: Wow, that was that the. Uh... Oof. sorry pal <laughs> <laughs> like Johnny Cash walking the line man you know yeah, um, yeah. you could certainly argue that you know and, and 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 I know his perspective is he felt like you know he felt like that some some misinformation was out there about him so I think that was you know um, I, I can't speak for him but I think that's how he how he played it and uh, it, was, it was a tough thing that was a tough thing definitely a tough thing a very evocative thing and uh you know, um, yeah, I'm I'm not sure how I I, I feel, but but again, I, I I like the guy, and and it seems to have gotten real personal, and I just wish it didn't on any end, you know. Sure, sure. I mean, I was just the sort of thing that, that was kept behind uh, closed doors because love indie wrestling, love the business, and I and I want to see everybody do well, you know. And uh, and I'm not faulting you guys, and I'm not faulting him. I'm sure. just. Uh, yeah, where boy, boy, the hot seat is pretty hot tonight, guys. Yeah, you ain't <laughs> well, oh, I got—I
1: got to tell you, if I could speak for the pharaoh, we do love you, and we oh thank God. you for all the support you've given us, and yep. we respect what what you're saying. I mean, there's Absolutely. nothing wrong with what you're saying, and Absolutely. we appreciate your candor.
4: And it's all about the boys too, and and keeping the boys busy, and uh, you know, giving them a forum, and making sure people don't forget about them, and sure. uh, you know, it's. Sure. Uh, and that's and, and and you guys are great with them very respectfully you keep it positive you keep it funny i mean you ask the questions but it's it's not too dark and it's 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 just right yeah and, we, 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 yeah, we uh, try not right. to
1: get into the dark stuff right i mean that stuff's covered all the time and right yeah, yeah. Right. i i personally and i know Farrell, we personally we grew up in these guys and we have nothing but respect for them so it's, you know, sometimes it doesn't make sense. Well, Phil, thanks for joining
4: us, hey, man. Can, can I Thank squeeze you guys. in one? Really appreciate it.
1: Phil,
2: sit tight a second. I can I get just one yep. question in with okay. Phil? I love Phil's comments. He's very quick-witted. Phil, who's your comedic influences? Because you are quick on a draw.
4: Oh, wow. That's, a, that's, that's, um... That's a good question. Of course, George Carlin was great. How uh, did I know?
2: How yeah, do I know? One of okay. the best.
4: One of the best. Oh, uh, yeah. I love Johnny Carson. I mean, he okay. was just... No one can even come close right now, all these pretenders out there. Oh, comedy yeah. is just awful right now, yeah. save for Dave Chappelle and a few others. But, right, uh, right. Yeah, I, but I like him very much, you know. And uh, we got a local guy on the radio, Howie Carr, who's really good and funny and exceptionally intelligent. Was a journalist. He's actually... Um, we we had a local mobster, Whitey Bulger. You might have heard of him. Oh uh, yeah, I've yep. heard
2: of him. Yeah, <laughs> sure. yeah.
4: Well, Whitey is no more, and uh, he right. certainly plagued Boston for for uh, a couple of decades. And at one point, he actually was going to take up Howie, and that's how influential Howie is wow. around here. But. You know, wow. if, you, if you want to get a, yeah, yeah. Howie's an interesting guy. He's funny and witty and uh, he's worth listening to. Uh, you, can, you can watch him online too. But uh, yeah, I appreciate that, those thoughts. Yeah, just, uh, I don't know. It's the coffee that gets me quick. I there don't you, know. There
1: you go. Well, thanks for
4: calling in, man. <laughs> hey, yeah, Thank Phil,
1: you. we'd like to send you a t-shirt. So just message us on the webpage. I'd like to send a
4: t-shirt out to you, okay? Thank you. Love you guys. Love Have a you good too, show. man. Thank,
2: Thank you. For one everything. more Thank
1: thing, you.
4: Phil, is if you yes. could leave the call. That would All right, Phil's thing. leaving right now. Oh, I'm leaving right now. No, Thank no, you. I meant Peace, to uh, Phil. Like, Thanks, just, like, actually Peace. leave in the community. Thanks,
1: guys. All right. Maria, you're up. The link has been sent. Miss Maria Davis, so when she's ready to go, uh-huh. uh, we'll ring in. I'm, I'm like Thoughts psyched. on Phil? I'm psyched. Maria Davis?
5: Well, um, due to the pandemic last year, I was checking through some of the different wrestling podcasts, and I came across... Monty and the Pharaoh, and I'm like, well, who are these two guys? I've never (laughs) heard of them before. So I said, well, since I've been a wrestling fan since like grade school, junior high, and high school, and college, afterwards, you know it's like it's time to get something new so i started tuning in i was like well these two guys are really cool i like that and i like the sunglasses and i like your your promos were cool and you kept the show exciting and you never really put people down you just let people just say what they want and i think that's great and i also like the fact that because you've been in the wrestling business for you know so many years and you've got experience and you allow the fans to be themselves and i like that and you don't like sugarcoat stuff you just call it straight down the line and that's how i like it
1: thank you have we ever offended you you at any times oh boy oh boy no (laughs)
5: um no you've never offended me and you know what i'll tell you something even though you can agree to disagree and you can still be friends you can still be frenemies or whatever sure um like even with uh, Dan Marotti okay so I, I said what I felt okay yeah I sent you out what I felt. I didn't like he was doing to Tony and Marty mm-hmm. and I don't care that you know Rick B sent the uh, screenshot you know, I don't even give a shit about that that's just me okay. you know people are entitled to do what they want to do he felt that he was doing that to get some brownie points with Dan I don't even give a shit about that So my thing is, I said what I said, and I stand by what I feel. And I don't let anybody talk down to me. I mean, I've been called everything, but everything that's on my driver's license and my birth certificate, and I'm not offended. (laughs) So anybody who thinks you can offend me, no, you can't. And like that last uh, fool that was on her, I just definitely removed it because there's a lot of bullshit. And, you know, people are afraid sometimes to say what they really want. But, I mean, me, no, I am not shy, not at all. I will tell you if I like you, I will tell you if I hate you, but I don't hate people because it's a waste of time and that's just terrible energy to Absolutely. give somebody that much authority and that much rain in your life. I mean, Absolutely. you have to say, well, you know what? Hey, either you like me or you don't. I don't care because I'm going to still wake up tomorrow. I'm gonna still go to work. I'm gonna still live my life. I would still watch the number one wrestling podcast on Thursday nights at 9 PM oh. out of New York, Monty and the Pharaoh. And this is the best shirt I got on. All I need is to get the mugs so I can put my hibiscus tea in, her, and I'm done.
1: Oh, look nice. at that. Very hey, don't nice. worry. Your package should be arriving. I, I shipped it a little late. I'm sorry. I got a little behind, but Maria's got some good stuff do coming you, to her. You, wait a minute. Now, do you realize you said the words package
2: and behind in the same sentence?
1: You know what you're <laughs> doing yeah. here? You're,
2: you're, you're, you're opening up a door that the pharaoh's just going to walk right through. Unbelievable.
1: So let me ask you both. That so you, you brought up Dan. Yeah. You, brought, you both brought up Dan Marotti and, and Boston, right? Did you feel that we were out of line with our approach with Boston wrestling?
5: No, I think you were absolutely spot on. It was about time somebody really, you know, stood up to him and, And just let him know it's not right. You pick on these poor wrestlers who have fallen on hard times, and then you get them on there, and you make an ass out of them. And then you get your little couple dollars, and then you think you've done something, and then uh, you feel, well, you know, I can do this. And I remember there was one wrestler owner, he had made fun of him, and he was living under a bridge at one time. He had fallen on really hard times. And he just got up there and just totally annihilated him. I said, what a freaking prick you are to do that to somebody. You know, but you're not the best-looking guy looking out here. I mean, you've got soft shoes. I mean, you're all (laughs) contorted. You can't walk. And he calls me, you know, a fat-ass bitch Yes, my ass is fat because the men aren't complaining. He's never had an ass to really hold on to because that wife and those kids, those kids aren't even his. So, Dan, if you want to get real, get real. And if Rick is listening, shoot a screenshot of this, too. I don't give a fuck.
1: Dan. I don't care. Wow. <laughs> don't, don't, hold, don't hold back, Maria. Maria, are you sure know, you're not
2: blocking? Are you blocking right now? you got to really let it go. No. Okay, let it out. No, I'm okay. not blocking
5: anything because I hate to see, I hate to see people – being taken advantage of like you know it could happen to anyone and a lot of wrestlers you know sometimes maybe they're not great with their money maybe they are that's not my business if i feel that i want to contribute something to them i will and if i don't think they're you know worth my time then i don't okay and life goes on but i mean wrestlers can say whatever they want if they like women if they don't like women if they like black women if they don't like black women if they like what it doesn't matter to me i don't care i'm on here for entertainment You know what i mean because if everybody thought the same it would be so freaking boring so i say what i say i don't take anything back i i don't give a shit you know i mean i'm i'm just me i love wrestling i always did um here in pittsburgh you know bruno was like the living legend and, you know, his sons and everything. And, you know, we have some pretty good wrestlers, plus Kurt Angle, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Pittsburgh's favorite, the Olympian. Well, one of my uh, former producers went to college with him at Clarion State, and I've heard some great stories about Kurt. And um, I said, I'm going to put that on my bucket list. So the next time he does come to Pittsburgh to visit his family, I'm going to just be so nosy. I'm just going to put myself out there and do it.
2: Chris, while we, we have you, I wanted to ask you, who is the Australian wrestling legend? Who's your Bruno Sammartino over there since uh, Maria brought up uh, Bruno? Do you have one? Um, Was that a no? No
0: one really currently.
2: The, the, the Fabulous, Probably kangaroos. Milano. The fabulous
1: kangaroos. The Fabulous Kangaroos. The Fabulous Kangaroos.
6: kangaroos. Hmm.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah,
4: they were very good. Bill
6: okay. Dundee.
2: Bill,
4: Bill, Bill,
5: Dundee. Yeah.
2: Bill Dundee now wait a minute Bill Dundee's yeah. in studio Bill Dundee's coming in
1: yeah yeah okay.
2: and Jamie's good too
1: okay hey Maria a personal question yes. and maybe I'm barking yes. up the wrong tree but now
5: keep barking
1: here's a question <laughs> don't, don't encourage what him. is the deal with all those young boys that are in Boston wrestling studios there's Ooh. something weird going on Ooh, there now wait a minute Ooh
5: you know what um you know what i think a lot of them probably may be interns i think from when i was there before i left um i really don't know too very much you know not much about them nor do i really care
3: okay
5: um there was one in particular he was pretty good matt dagman he was pretty good the rest, I really don't know anything about them. I just think that, you know, if you want to learn something about wrestling, you know, maybe go to a studio or a podcast or somebody who really knows the business. But I'm like this, if you haven't taken a bump, then how the heck do you know what wrestling is? Right. Yeah, it's right. true. It's like this it's hearsay But then again, I mean, like, you know, you you can do whatever you want. I mean, you go into the studio, and I guess you sit down, and you get a chance to interview these you know, former superstars and get a chance to know what they're really like outside of the ring, outside mm. of their gimmick, and just to see if they're really for real. Now, I'm sure some wrestlers probably may be very nice. Maybe some aren't. I don't know. Depends on what kind of mood they're in. But I do, you know, kind of wonder, you know, what's going on with that. But I really don't know. And anything about Boston wrestling, I don't even give a shit. I don't even care. Mm.
1: Wow. Well, I don't care. I, I, I got to tell you both, thank you both for joining us, Maria, Chris. Thank you for you both are me. wonderful wonderful human beings. We want and to thank birthday, you. happy birthday,
2: Jimmy. Oh, that's oh, right. Happy you. birthday, Jimmy. That's
1: right. I was made in a lab over 50 years ago. Wow, that's a long time ago to be made in a lab.
2: I was,
5: well,
4: happy uh, birthday. And I'm going right to a nation for your birthday.
1: <laughs> thank you. Oh, thank you very much. I was mad at Jimmy this week, Chris. I didn't tell him. <laughs> wait a minute wait a minute are you holding my cash i got your get cash get over here you it's hidden unbelievable That's I was angry. Angry.
2: yeah but he'll tell you know he'll probably give me some white All right, guys like, we'll, see you. On, uh, chris, we'll see so. you
1: next week uh we've got a well, J- music gimme J- thank you thank you yeah. much man thank we got a you. you. we love you both we'll talk to you soon
2: thank like you, you guys too. thank you
5: nice well, to meet you chris you too miss davis
1: that was fabulous. That was
2: fa-
0: fraud. Fraud and just fraud fraud
3: fraud
6: Hey, what's up, wrestling fans? Boston Wrestling's Dan Marade has passed away I'm not sure what the cause and death was for Mr. Marade, But as more information is released, I'll do a follow-up interview to keep y'all informed But I enjoyed Mr. Dan's content He always couples with a banger interview Something to watch, something to learn from he had great interviews with New Jack, Tony Atlas, Marty Genetti, The Godfather, D'Lo Brown, Leo Rush, and many, many, many more great superstars and legends. So my condolences go out to Mr. Dan Marade, his family, his friends, and as more information is revealed on his death. I'll keep everybody informed, so R.I.P. Mr. Dan, Get-
7: Do you treat your dog as part of the family? <laughs> well, so do we. So why not celebrate your pup's birthday with the ultimate party box? Check us out on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at PartyPupInfo, and let us make your
1: pup's party or any celebration perfection.
3: energy drink yeah it's that good
2: this is a serious question hey. i'm trying to be somber here hey oh, never mind any thoughts on the passing of dan marati from boston wrestling tony
7: well as y'all well know me and dad we did not leave on good terms i think what dad did to me was uncalled for but in the bible it says, forgive and forget the reason that God tells us that, because when you forget, until you forget, it keeps hurting you. So in order for me to, to heal my pain, I had to erase him from my mind. I, I came to the modern and Feral show, and I expressed myself and how I felt about what he was doing. And I, to me, it was over. But I do feel uh, not happy. About his passing. You know. Because he never got a chance To redeem himself. Uh, Not that I would have worked for him again. Because I was done with him. I I would not have worked for him. But 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 I'm not happy with his passing. Let's put it that way. You know. I'm uh, kind of sad that such a young man. Had to leave. uh, So early. Before he grew up. To learn how to appreciate what he had and be more respectable towards others. Now, like he started attacking you guys because y'all was trying to help me, mm-hmm. which I felt was wrong. Okay. I mean, neither one of y'all ever did anything to Dan Morello. There was no reason for Dan to attack Marty or to attack the Pharaoh. Well, y'all never did nothing to him. Uh, but we all make our own bed and we the one had to lie. He made his bed. And he left out of here not a very likable person. So I kind of said that he didn't stay away long enough to grow up, to be appreciative of the position he had, and be more appreciative of the guests that travel and work with him. You know what broke up our relationship was over 100 bucks. $100. Yeah. Yeah. When any- Kobe hit, <clears throat> my prices on rental cars went up. I told Dan I can't afford okay. to pay that much for a rental car. Okay. I said, just throw me $100 for the rental car. Didn't want to do it. You know, he felt that, that I owe him something. You know? And like I said, I, I'm I'm sad about his passing. You, know, I'll be sad if anybody passed. you know, regardless if I like them or not. Because life is precious. Because when you lose your life, you lose everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You lose everything. Yeah. And I'm sure he had family and people that loved him and cared about him. And, and it's, the, it's the ones we leave behind that it hurt the most. The ones we leave behind. Like something happened to me, the people that are going to get hurt the most going to be my wife my and my kids and my grandkids. They're going to be hurt, hurt the most. There'll be some fans hurt, but not as much as my wife, you know.
2: How about the real Dan Marotti, though? Of course, the fans, and he had plenty of them with Boston Wrestling. They see the Dan Marotti on the presentation. What was he like in real life to you? I mean, did he change over the years? I mean, who was the real Dan Marotti he to lost Tony Atlas? He,
7: well, he, he put him in the same category as Sasha Bank. Sometimes we lose appreciation. It's kind of like your mom. She feeds you, clothe you, raised you, gave birth. You grow up, and you start disrespecting her. And that's pretty much Saucer Bank, Becky Lynch, and Dana Morales, and Tony Atlas fell in the same boat. We was raised, nurtured, and taken care of. And then we turned on our parents. The ones that, that did the most for us is the ones that we turned on the most. Because who done more from Sasha Bank than Vince? Who?
2: I can't think of anyone in the Who traveled more
7: to Dan show and did more for Dan than me? Understood. Understood. And I try to make it reasonable for him. I mean, I didn't try to uh, price gouge him or, or anything. I try to work at, for the lowest possible price. And I do that with a lot of people, people that work with me. You know, I, 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 I just want to make enough money where I don't feel stupid at the end of it. But I don't want to put you in the poorhouse doing it. You know, just that's just how I do business. And people that work with me, you know, I negotiate a price with them that is reasonable, that I think. I don't ask people to pay extra stuff. You know, like when I travel, I pay for my own gas, I pay for my own rental car I don't ask a promoter, well, I want this, plus you got to pay for my rental car plus you got to pay for this, I don't do all that to people. Because then I'm not, uh, I'm I'm doing good. But the people that book me is not. <laughs> That's the only problem.
1: Big Bassetti <laughs> says out there, men make mistakes, Dan too. Tony helped me many dark nights also, God bless. Wow. So you know, there was one thing that we we Let's- I guess we should recognize is that you and Marati <clears throat> together on those shows, entertained many people through sure. some very, very hard times. Yep. So both of you should be respected for what, you know, what you accomplished there. You know, a lot of people out there were going, you know, with COVID and everything going on, their yep. lives are very tough, and mm-hmm. you did a wonderful job, and Marathi together, entertaining these fans. So, I mean, as bad as things ended up, there is some silver lining, I guess, maybe.
7: Well, you know, and since I've been in the wrestling business, the one person in the wrestling business that shows the fans more respect than any wrestler I've ever met in my life, that Vince McMahon Jr. If you want to lose your job, refuse to sign an autograph. Really? I have seen Vince run. He's running late. And he got the big two suitcases in hand. He's running to the limousine. And somebody would just walk up to him and say, Vince could say that. He would drop them suitcases Vince? and say, Vince, really? Vince McMahon would never say no to a fan. Never. That's amazing. Okay. Because he, t- he tell us guys all the time, without them, there's, there's no us. Oh, there's
2: nothing. Hmm.
7: You know? That's why he called it the wrestling universe. He didn't like the idea of calling them fans because a fan is like a follower. He said the rest of the universe, he said that makes the people feel more a part of it. It's pretty smart. Instead of a follower. That's pretty smart. Like a groupie, a fan, you know. You know, So the rest of the universe, you are a part of the WWE. He even sold sharp, uh, uh, stock to fans. You know, you take $10 and buy a WWE stock. That, you know, 10 years from now, growing to $50,000. And it started at five. So he always catering to the... To the fans and more so than the wrestlers which is what made him made him great and i think the fans appreciate his appreciation of them
1: so young rock the tony atlas character has finally appeared season two um now again we've known you for a long time and we've met other wrestlers and heard different stories so i'm sure or i'm not sure that the show exaggerates situations but one of the major storylines in The Young Rock is the jealousy of Rocky Johnson of Tony Atlas. Uh,
7: would that be accurate? Yes. I was told that by Chief J. Strongboat. When Vince Sr. was going to team up together, Chief went to Vince and said, do not put Tony with Rocket. He's going to destroy that kid. Put Tony back with SD. But, as, but just, she just say yeah, but look how good they look together. But see, people don't realize Rocket started to business in the 60s. I started in the 70s. And if to, my mother said, never judge a person until you walk a mile in their shoes. And I sat here, and I watched the program, and I said, I wonder how I would have felt if the table was turned, that I have been in the business for 10 years. here this young kid that only been in the business to have the time I've been in the business, and he's getting all the breaks. If you got to realize, Rocket never had a big break until they teamed him up with me. I had big breaks in Georgia. Mm-hmm. Charlotte. Yep. Many places. Mm-hmm. This was Rocket for them all the years he'd been his business. And this is a true story here. If SD was lying, he you the same thing. He called Vince Senior earlier when I was there. He wanted to come in. And Vince Senior told him said, Well I got Tony Atlas and I got S. D. Jones. If one of them, if one of them should leave, if one of them should leave, you could take their place. Well, of course, I left. So Rocket took my place. My first night back, Vince Sr. come to me. He asked me this. He said, uh, well, you know, I got rocking out. I go, yes, sir. He said, do you want him to stay? He said, if you want me to get rid of him, I get rid of him. That's what Vince Sr. said to me. Okay. I said, oh, no. let us! I don't want nobody to lose their job. And Vince said, oh, great, because we are thinking about making you tag team partners. That's when Chief told him what I just told y'all. Hmm. He said, "Don't put Tony with Rock. He's gonna mess him up." Showing sure up my first night back from uh, AWA, Vern Gardens. My first night. Vince told, no, I, back up. I just got back from L.A., Los Angeles. Sorry, guys. I got, I got so many, so much stuff that sometimes I get confused. Cause I'm, I'm stupid like that. But anyway, I just got back from L.A. <laughs> and Vince said. <laughs> Do you want to go back to Los Angeles and get your car? Rocket said, hey, we're going to be tag team partner. He don't need to go back and get his car. He can ride with me. Plus, I got two cars. He can use one of me. He said, oh, great. Thank you, Rocket. So I rode from uh, back to Island, uh, to uh, New Haven, Connecticut with Rocket Johnson. Rocket dropped off in the hotel. He, uh, the next day, we're supposed to be in uh, Hartford. He said, uh, I'm picking up at 4 o'clock here. He says, about a, it's about an hour drive. He said, but I like to get there a little bit early. We're going to stop at church and chicken, get some chicken. I said, oh, great rocket, great. Four o'clock come around, no rocket. Five o'clock come around, no rocket. So Finally, at six o'clock, I called Vince, Vince and went, get a cab. I jumped in the cab. I took a cab from uh, New Haven all the way to uh, uh, Hartford, Connecticut. cost me 270 some bucks. Rock said, hey, where were you? I looked all over for you. See, he wanted to get rid of me. Because that was his first big break in the business. And without me, he was the man.
3: And APB, American Protection Bureau, voted number
2: one best on Long Island for all your security needs. Call 631-390-9050. That's 631-390-9050.
3: A.P.B. Tie into that
0: same old, same old breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Same old-tasting scrambled eggs, burger, that dinner steak, ribs, or pork chops. Why not add a little bit of spice or just a touch of heat to make the difference? Change that scrambled egg with a little bit of Johnny Fabulous's, John Cena Senior's Million Dollar Jalapeno Hot Sauce.
3: Great on burgers, steaks, chops, and those barbecued ribs.
7: Do you treat your dog as part of the family? (laughs) Well, so do we. So why not celebrate your pup's birthday with the ultimate party box? Check us out on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at PartyPupInfo, and let us make your pup's party or any
1: celebration perfection. Welcome back to Long Island's number one pro wrestle and broadcast, Monty Nefaro, seen only here out of Indie Music TV, straight out of Ronkonkoma, Long Island. So... Um on March 9th, 2022, the pro wrestling world lost uh Dan Maradi. The reason for his passing continues to be unknown presently. However, they left he left behind a legacy to many people and fans and he will be missed tremendously. So on March 9th, uh, I received a message from a few people, and one being Tony Atlas, that Dan Marotti passed away. Um, everybody's well aware of the issues we had with Dan Marotti. Mm-hmm. But I could tell, you know, and I'll let you speak to it, is that, you know, when someone dies at such a young age, mm-hmm. um, it's uh it's not a good thing no it's not a good thing no um but i i thought uh, how before we you know we had a couple days to think about how we were going to present this on the show and i i want to make sure that everybody's clear that um i was not a fan of dan
3: Mm
1: -hmm. uh for some things that went on absolutely um understood but did i hate him no i didn't hate him no um did, did I consider him a friend? Absolutely not. But one thing I do recognize is that there were a lot of fans out there and people mm-hmm. who had a tough go the last couple of years.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And Dan supplied programming to people and helped the people in, in need, right? You know, mm-hmm. a lot of people were stuck at home. Um, and, you know, he helped a lot of people. So who am I to say anything beyond that is, Mm -hmm. you know, he was, he, he, you know, I only knew him for what I knew him for. Right. That doesn't mean I knew him. Right. So sure he could have been a good guy. Sure. And to some,
2: of course he was. Um, I was actually pretty shocked. I mean, and, and, and it, you know, it's weird too, because some people were asking me, is this real or is this a work? Do you believe this business that, that, that would even come up? But I was uh, actually is, asked that. And well, I was like, "I'm sorry, but I—that's th- th- a little bit beyond the realms of, you know, is this a work? But I mean, I understood because of the crazy wrestling business that you always wonder—is anything a work or a shoot? Uh, I felt at the time shocked. Um, again, I agree with you. I, d- you know, I didn't know him. Uh, oddly enough. The first I was aware of him was just when I heard he was throwing F-bombs at us, mm. and that got me very angry, as it, as it should. I'm like, who's this guy, you know? But look, at the end of the day, 42 is way too young. He had family. Yep. He had friends who loved him. And to a lot of people, he was very entertaining, and they enjoyed him. You know, rest in peace. Uh, wouldn't wish that on anybody. And uh, that's, that's basically it. I mean, I, won't, I, was, I, I was not a fan of the channel. But that doesn't really matter, you know, at this given moment. You mm-hmm. know, one way or the other, you know. Uh, we both loved, we all loved wrestling. So there is something in common at the end of the day. And um, I just hope his family uh, does well and and can get through it.
1: And way too young. That's, that's, that's my take. And again, you could see... Way too young. I, I tuned into one of the shows after no his passing. And mm-hmm. you see many fans were distraught over the situation, uh, you know. Uh, in, in many cases, he was family to a lot of people. Sure, and I uh, mean, just like we have our family, he had his. I'll uh, had his uh, rest I'll of read, family. S- I'll read some comments, you but I, I did want to share something. I'm sure, he hard th- to get I that think, family I too, think so. it's important that now that I I tell the story a little bit. Man. Um, tony so so bizarre and dan had issues we we it doesn't we don't have to get into that whole situation Yeah, everybody kind of knows but i will i will tell you that tony shared with me many times and i think this is important for everybody to know because this is why life is too short right Mm -hmm. Um, dan was reaching out to tony quite often right and trying to reconcile right the situation right um i think at some points maybe dan realized that he was out of line with what went on in, in certain situations, and yeah, maybe tried to be. reconcile. Sure. But th- I, if this isn't a message to everybody out there, it's like, life's too short, right? right. It's life's too short for hatred. Way and, too and, short. And, and, Way too short. You know, there's joking, and we're all about having fun. Of and course. You gotta, but, you know,
2: it's just... Which is honestly what I felt we were doing when we were going back and forth with him. And I, believe and I think part not, of him... I think he enjoyed it, too. Absolutely. Quite honestly.
1: Absolutely. You know, and I, I think mean, <laughs> I think the fans enjoyed it yeah, also, we were, right? Yeah, we were all having a ball tossing, uh, you know, turnbuckles at each other. But, I mean... But, you know, Uh, I'm going to read a few comments. Davio says, Monty and Farrow, I just want to say it was honorable of you guys giving a 10-bell salute to Dan. Um, Joker says, Dan was passionate to the core about wrestling. Mm -hmm. His death leaves a massive void in the community, and he'll be deeply missed. So that's something we should recognize. He's identified with
2: Boston. Well, I mean, you know, he he was obviously a fixture over in that area,
1: obviously. We should recognize the fact that, and I'll say this, he was a major player in the world of pro wrestling. Yeah. You yeah, know, in the, you, in the YouTube universe, I agree with I w- that. I would even go further past maybe the
2: YouTube universe. Well, the universe. MWF, etc. Et yeah, cetera. Sure. sure. He did some things and hey, he wasn't just out there you know, thinking about doing them. He, he went and tried to do them. You know,
1: I give him a lot of credit for that. Charles you know? Wilson says, I was privy to some conversations about sunglasses at night. There you go. Right? There you go. Eric says, amen gentlemen, super classy. Uh, Lou, Lou says, Dan, loved pro wrestling and that we all can respect. I feel sure. sorry for his family. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, I got goosebumps, man. I'm not, this was, this was a, this, that
2: shouldn't have even happened. I'm still like, how? I Have they cleared up how he passed away or is this still somewhat in the air? Because the first thing I read was he died in a car crash. Now right. we know he was in a car crash years ago with the Sheik. Then the next day I saw that he passed away in the shower and I was like, "Does anybody really know the, the the definitive reason? I mean, have you found anything out at this point, or is it still up in the air?" As far as what happened to him.
1: Um, from what I read, he was at his father's house, and he passed away in the shower. I, oh. I'm not gonna. Yeah. Okay. I'm not right, gonna yeah. try to guess right. what happened. Right. Um Right. Right. Charles Wilson says Dan had a channel of 25,000 subscribers, and it lasted well over 10 years. There you go. He spent a lot of time and effort into his channel. Sure. Absolutely. No doubt. And you know what? I kind of – No doubt. You know, I think about Dan, and I think, you know, this is what his life was from – again, I didn't know the guy, but from mm-hmm. what I understand, and uh, and I call him Dan respectfully sure. instead of Marati. Okay, right. Um, gotcha. I think – that he had his injury in his car accident and this channel and his yeah. fans were all he had. Right. And I think he became very, very protective. Who wouldn't be?
2: Right? Right. I mean who wouldn't be? We've, we've worked very hard in the last five years to do what we're well, doing. I can relate okay. to that I'm gonna
1: I'm gonna reiterate though, I wanna bring it to a point sure. is I spoke to Dan one time. I remember. Right? One mm-hmm. time. I
2: remember. And he didn't know I was there but I
1: I could just say that <laughs> I kind of walked in on it, but yeah, I did. I don't, I, I want to, you know, again, I don't want to come on here. It, it's very hard to sit here and, and bust on each other for a year. Mm-hmm.
3: And then and, because and then someone
1: passes right. and then some, and then say, this Hey, was... I love this guy. Oh, right. it was a joke. Yeah. You got, we, we didn't gotta like, we got to stay real. here. We didn't right. like each other. And right. that's okay. That's
2: you're okay. Being, you're just being truthful. That's right. All. You're being real. That's
1: okay. You know, um, but I will tell you, I know you were. Yeah. You were very saddened over this. I was pretty jolted, you know,
2: um, especially when I found out he was 42, because not for nothing, I thought he was our age. Maybe All right. because it was the facial hair or whatever. There was something about him that I figured he's our age. But he's 42. Sorry, folks, but to these two old guys, that's almost a baby at this point. Yeah, that's for sure.
1: <laughs> Al, Snow on, Al Snow wrote on YouTube. Mm. I heard the sad news and the loss of my friend, Dan Maratti. You will truly be missed. You are one of a kind. I will always be in your debt for introducing me to Quincy. My ser- sincerest, heartfelt condolences to all of Dan's families and friends. May you truly rest in peace. Um... Another gentleman Very classy, wrote, Mr. Snow. "Very sad and alerting the passing of Jan Dan Maratti, Fragnoli." I cannot pronounce it. Well, I'm I will tell even you try this to though. That, that list, shocked me. Frangillo? I had no I mean, idea that Maratti was a pseudo name. What am I going to say? I'm Farrell.
2: I know. I know. Hey, but, what am I going to say? Right. You know, right. But that's cool. I mean, Dan Maratti sounds like rolls off the tongue better than uh, I can't even what Frangillo. I'm assuming. I'm assuming.
1: Maria Davis shared this with me. The, the first thing when I heard about uh, mm-hmm. Dan passing, mm-hmm. I, I, uh, the first guy that came to my mind was uh, John Cena Sr. Okay. and that, uh, that makes sense. Maria Davis was kind enough to send this to me, and I'll just read John's, oh, wow. uh, John's writings. Quite the and again, if everybody's heard this before, I, I just think it's important, right, we recognize the passing of, uh, you know, a, a, a big-time figure in pro wrestling, right? Mm-hmm. This is a hard one for me. I got a call this morning that Dan Marotti passed away. He was more, just, more than just a friend to me. He was like another brother. Mm-hmm. For over 15 years, we've been working together on Boston Wrestling, MWF. He brought me on board back in 2007, and ever since then, we've been working together. I've gained so much knowledge about the sport of professional wrestling from him and just so much more. We did everything wrestling together and more. This one just hurts. He created a name that would stick with me forever and how everyone knew me as Little Cena, sorry. He never called me by my actual name, not once. He was a great guy to anyone that truly knew him and it would do anything for anyone. He worked day and night to bring the best content available for all the fans of Boston Wrestling. He will be missed. I miss you, buddy. I'll see you on the other side.
2: Little senior. You know, we've talked about it in the past, Mike, that, um, you know, as far as attaining success, and I've always loved that you've said this to me, if we even make one person smile, we've done our job. Well, well done, Dan Marotti. You definitely did your job. It's, uh, that's facts. Well done, Farrell. Yeah. Well said. Rest in peace.
1: The Monty and the Farrow Show is brought to you by... Because wine is your second favorite four-letter word. California wine, New York attitude. Good fucking wine. Yeah. All right. Welcome back to Long Island's number one pro wrestling broadcast. Monty Faro, scene here on Out of Indie Music TV in Ron Konkuma, Long Island. So I'm going to start reading what you guys got to say um, one at a time. Maria Davis. Yes, Dan and I had our differences. But when someone passes away, it leaves an impact. Rip Dan Marotti. Fester Hoghead. I saw the Iron Sheik first on Dan Maradi's MWF before I even knew who he was. Thank you, Marati. B40. I'm sorry for trolling Dan during the height of the Thursday Night Wars. <laughs> Jason Moaning. Dan Dan seemed good-hearted and meant well. <laughs> Phil Desiree. 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 I just love to see Thank you, Dan. Just as you did for me on earth, I hope you leave a light on for me where you are now. That's that's cool. Davio, Dan had a family and friends. My God, grant them peace during this difficult time. Amen. Yeah. Rick Howard. Dan reunited, demolition. That was huge. Wow. Nice. Okay. ESO. If it wasn't for Dan feuding with Tony Atlas, I would never have found Monty Nefaro. Wow. Well. There you go. Rick B. I had fun and met a lot of great folks in the chats and Boston wrestling videos. Can you guys bring Cena Senior on and ask him how he can continue the channel? Okay. I okay. think so, Rick. Yeah. I can reach out to him. Okay. I, I don't know what kind of state of mind he's in right now. It's probably not the time, but right. I certainly can do that with no problem at all. Cool. Anything for you, brother. James Splorn. Oh, my God. I can't believe he passed.
3: Yeah.
1: Loose Cannon. Dan, I respect your passion for wrestling and happy you did what you loved. Peace, brother. Jakus. Dan Marotti did more for some of the longtime veteran wrestlers than some of the companies they previously worked for. He was all about keeping the guys who paved the way working. He adored wrestling. So I'll address this. Julian Arnes.
2: Oh, my favorite.
1: Why couldn't God have taken the pharaoh? So, wow. There's times for funny jokes wow. and stuff like that, Julian. But you want to talk about disrespecting the memory of Dan Marotti? There you go. That's exactly the point. You're the big defender of him, but when the time of need, when the guy passes away. Nothing like disrespecting him. So congratulations, Julian. You did a great job. Jamie Spawn, I liked him and he did a lot of, had a lot of knowledge. Griswold, Rip Dan. I give you credit. He knew the classic wrestling events, dates, and the pay-per-view of the WWF down to the T. Could name the whole card right off the rip. Phil says, "Not a good joke." No, Phil, it's not a good joke.
2: Something tells me I probably beat that Ornes guy up back in sixth grade or
1: something, and he's still mad. You know? Just whatever, man. Yeah. It's like yeah. <laughs> whatever. Yep. All right, I'm waiting for more comments, guys. Far, you want to keep this going while we get some?
2: Uh, just you know, the fans are fantastic. Everybody is showing their true colors, and uh, you know.
1: Luce says, "One bonehead out of fifty ain't bad."
2: That's true. That's true. Thank you. Thank you
1: for that. AAA. We do not wish death on anyone. Yes. Lousy comment. I agree. Thanks, guys.
2: Thank you. Because, uh, you know, there's a time and a place for everything. But apparently. Uh,
1: schools, uh, schools in session over there, so. Jack says don't wish death on anyone. Yeah. Rotten thing to say, Julian. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Here we go, 802. Most of the people I talked to in the chat and boss of wrestling chat, Dan and I had our words. Uh, he was never rude, and I was rude, I'm sure. So no bad words, Dan. Thanks for everything you did for wrestling.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Rick, okay. is Tony Atlas okay? Rick, uh, I talked to Tony when Dan passed. Um, very hard to gauge... How Tony was feeling right. um, I could tell you between us both that uh, it, it shook us up a little bit yeah you know we didn't you know again I, th- I thought about I mean he to be had very kids honest, right, right now from I'm what st- I understand I'm still
2: blown away by that incredibly stupid comment I, I didn't think anybody could be that dumb you know during a moment like this to just be that clueless but uh, I've always been impressed with that particular person's uh, idiot,
1: idiocy. He's just a... Uh, anyway. Kurt Fox, I learned so much from Dan and Tony. I watched every episode. They came here, love and light. PJ, hey, man, how are you? I didn't know Dan, but he was a big part of wrestling. It will be a big loss. Yeah. 802, long live the pharaoh. Yard Thank Ape you. in the house. Thank you, 802. What's up, Yard Ape? Julian Arnes. Either way, let's be real. Why does everything change when someone dies? When he was alive, most were here criticized Dan nonstop. I supported Dan. So i Can I answer that what, one? What, you, answer so that. you're a hero now because you're that. trying to make up no, for your I'll stupid comments? I'll. I'll no. You're I'll, an idiot. Bro. I'll. An, I'll answer that. So I mean, come on. So again, if we were to come on the show and turn around and say, uh, you know. What, you want us to blast him? No, no, but no. I mean, what th- is wrong th- that's not, that's not. That's not the point. The point is this, is that whatever arguments we had, we both felt, we felt one way, he felt another. Right. Everybody knows in life, there's no black and white, there's like lots of gray. Yeah. And in life, people choose sides. Right. So, Julie and the people that were on this show were choosing the Monty and the Pharaoh side. And the people that went to Boston wrestling right. chose the Boston side. Yeah. And some people just enjoyed like the both. back and forth. Yeah. But the fact of the matter, things do change because you're heartless if you don't feel for a man's family. You don't <laughs> feel for a man Ugh. who all he wanted to do was entertain people and to pass away at such a young age. So things do change when people pass away. Doesn't mean that I personally liked him. I didn't know him. right. I know him from his right. dealings with people right. that I was dealing with. Right. But things do change, man, because guess what? You can still dislike someone and feel bad right. that something happened to him.
3: Right
2: right? There's levels. I can even say after his comment wishing death on me, that I'm impressed with his, you know. The fact that he just loves to hate the pharaoh that's fine you know i i respect that and if god forbid anything happened to julian on this i would feel bad and again does that make me a phony no it means i don't like when you talk shit about me but if god forbid anything happened to you i wouldn't be pleased
1: my friend Gris- griswold you know? asks, So ha- come on bro get a grip have you guys heard from marty j <laughs> griswold i spoke about it earlier marty called yeah. me the day after dan passed he wanted to know what happened. I didn't really know what happened. I just told right. him what I had heard. Uh, Marty it was still in the hospital. Mm-hmm. He sounded, sounded he sounds fantastic. Great. That's very encouraging. Fantastic. Very encouraging. Um, so we're out of time. I appreciate you guys with your comments. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. Our prayers go out to the Marotti family. For sure. Our prayers go out to the friends of Dan Marotti. Mm-hmm. Um, for sure and the fans of Dan Marotti for sure yeah. a- and I'll leave it with this and then send us out Yard Ape yeah. says something good it says Dan loved to bury to bury sunglasses at night yeah and we had a ball with sunglasses at night absolutely
2: I mean he gave us awesome artillery I mean we were everything he would say we would find a way to make it work you know so Rick says it was, class, all, it was all in good show. thank you Thanks,
3: Rick.
1: Send us out, Farrow. And we want to thank you guys for joining us. And again, keep uh, the Marotti family in your prayers, and we'll see you next Thursday. Go ahead, Farrow. You've been watching Monty and the
2: Faro, and uh, thank you guys all for uh, sharing this hour with us. Uh, Rest in peace, Dan Marotti. You brought way more good to this game than than bad, obviously. And uh, you too, Julian. Hey, maybe someday we'll be friends. Who the heck knows? You know, life is too short. Later.
1: Jimmy, I got to take a dump. What? No. I mean, I need a dumpster. <sighs> well, for all those
2: needs, you need to call Big V, Dumpster Rental, Long Island, New York, 631-900-DUMP. Hmm. Elm Logistics. For all your logistic needs, call 631 631- that's 631-299-3595, Elm Global Logistics, Pride, Performance, and Partnerships.
1: I'd like you to close us out with uh, maybe some final words about Dan, and maybe uh, what would you like to say to him if he was still with us, and you had an opportunity to give him some final last words.
0: You know, I guess I could say this for Scott Hall, for J.J. and for Dan Maradi. Ernest Hemingway, Ernest Hemingway wrote a book. And the book was called, For Whom the Bell Tolls. And today, the bell tolls for Scott Hall, for J.J., and for Dan Maradi. Listen quietly, hear the ring, and share the memories. If Dan was still here, I think we'd still be laughing and fooling. I still think my words would be the same to him. Dan, cool down, slow down. Don't take things personal. This is not about you, my friend. Relax, relax, please. And I had him laughing and we'd go back and forth. And I think that's what I would keep saying to him. You don't realize how hard it is, Dan, slow down. A lot of us are here to help. Let us. Let us help so one thing he never knew how to do was delegate he could never delegate and that would be one thing i would tell him and again don't let things get to you don't take it personal. walk away take the high road andy wong would always say take the high road take the high road walk away you know we all know about the incident he had with our favorite guy and he's a great friend walk away Walk away in peace, and it ends in peace. No need to start a war. No need. And those are the things I would tell him. And, you know, slowly he was understanding. Slowly. And I guess that's the way I'd leave him. You know, on the back of his um, prayer card, I'm just going to read you what they put on here, if I may. Those who we love must someday pass beyond our present sight, must leave us and the world we know. Without their radiant light, we know that like a candle their loving light will shine to brighter up another place more perfect more divine and in the realm of heaven where they shine so warm and bright our lord one life evermore in god's eternal light and i believe that's where they all are i'm sure the variety's up there trying to tell Peter how to run the friggin' gates. And if he gives him any trouble, he's gonna put it on TV and talk about what a slob he was and how he forgot to get the golden key. Scott Hall, as you said earlier, Pharaoh, is gonna walk up to the gate and say, hey, Peter, it's a wonderful place up here, but I want them gold topics. <laughs> and JJ am sure, is writing a song about how great heaven is. So for all of us, we should sit back and say, as Bob Hope says, And includes Dan Morati, Scott Hall, JJ, all the other ones that went before us. Thanks for the memories.
1: Mr. Cena, you're a class act, and we want to thank everybody for joining us. I'm glad we could call you a friend, and prayers to the three gentlemen you just mentioned. Mr. Cena, send us out, please. That's on you,
2: John. Send us home. (laughs)
0: <laughs> I don't know how to send you home except say thank you. I love you guys tremendously. You truly are my friends, and I do. Do wait for the day you call and say you're in Saugus. Let's go to the Kowloon. And to all the fans of Monty and the Pharaoh and those fans of Boston Wrestling and NWF, thank you for the memories. It's only the beginning, only the beginning. And Monty and the Pharaoh again, thank you so much for allowing me to come on and talk about my dear friend. It's <laughs>